There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. My nephew called me out for a bad habit that I have the other day. Yeah. I, I used to bite my nails. That was a long time ago. I've not done that in years. But I think what I switched over to is like my cuticles and the like skin around my nails. Oh, you're chewing I, on your skin? Well, I don't chew. I pick. Oh. I just, I pick. I think it's an anxious habit that I, yeah. if I'm thinking about something, you'll just see me over here and I'm just going to town. And my nephew the other day saw me doing it and he's like, stop picking. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> he like called me out for picking at my what do you, I don't know, around my nails. Your skin we'll picking your, picking your. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, if a little kid is noticing that I do this, it must be pretty bad. And I've caught, I catch myself doing it and I'll try to, and when I catch myself, I'm like, oop, stop. But if you look around my nails, like, look, geez, can you see? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, it's bad. The more anxiety I have, the worse it Well, gets. I mean, you've got good, like, yeah. you got your skin around your nails is a little, a little rough looking. But my nails, my nails are not good. I bite my nails. You bite your nails. My fingernails. My skin's looking great. I don't, I don't pick the, I don't pick the skin. Nails on the other hand, a little jagged. Uh, yeah. Not, is that what you would consider your bad, your, like, what's uh, a big bad habit where I you're mean, like, oof. Bad habit? I mean, well, I mean, knuckle cracking, joint cracking, <laughs> all of that. Doing any of that, I'd say it's probably pretty bad. Uh, one recently that's got me is I just refuse to put my phone down right before bed. So oh. I just, but ge- the phone in general, as a whole, I have found that it just kind of follows me around. And there's times where I'm just like going to the bathroom or I'm switching out laundry and I'm still looking at my phone. I'm like, yeah, I, I need it to die or something. <laughs> I know. I'm I the need, same You way. know what I need? I need a vacation. Like, you've ever gone camping or somewhere where you lose your cell phone signal? And you, yeah, or, or like yeah. an airplane? You yes. can't look at your phone? That is sometimes the biggest blessing in disguise because you're forced to not use your phone. And I'm cool with, if I leave my phone at home on accident, yeah. I'm totally fine. I will leave it home and I'll just go to work. It, it doesn't happen very often. Yeah. So I don't feel like I'm that attached, but it is so convenient to have. If I left my phone at home... I mean, I live close by to the radio station, but still, if I left my phone at home, I think I'd drive right back around and go get it. You do live real close, but no, if I came to work, I don't think I would drive back home. Yeah, it's bad. I sometimes I'll purposely try to put my phone in my purse, and then every time I go to look for it, I'm like, no, Anna, you're taking Uh, a break, because I do the same thing. My big thing is do not disturb. I use do not disturb on my phone. You love that. I don't use that. I I have to, because if my screen lights up, 
There's a book that's written about cell phones, and yeah. they refer to phones as the slot machine in your pocket. Oh, my You're gosh. You're addicted to it. Yeah. You're addicted to the lights and the sounds and the yeah. screen and the all, all of that. So I need to not see it. But do you ever notice that even if your phone doesn't light, like no one's texted you, you have no notifications, but you still go in to check it? Only if I'm expecting something from somebody. No. Oh. I check it. I I just constantly look at it. I'm like, no text messages? Oh, check again. Let's just go in here and double check. <laughs> and there's nothing there, and I know that. Do you, do you ever, like, check your phone, and if you haven't gotten notifications for a while, do you find yourself getting a little sad? Yeah, like, I worry. That, well, no, everyone hates me. <laughs> really? Like, what's yeah, the time limit on that? Like, how long do you have to go if you've checked your phone? You know, is yeah. it an hour when you're like, oh, I guess I'm really not that popular? No, I would say if several hours go by and I haven't get received a text message. Yeah. I start to like, wonder. Oh, is it cuz I'm so standoffish and it must be my attitude. Yeah, I mean, what what are some flaws of yours that would cause people well, to I just I've got a lot of flaws, but the attitude might be number 1. Do you think people do you think people have a problem with your spending frivolous frivolous Wow. Can you say that word for Friv- me? Frivolously. Frivolously? Like they I don't, don't even want to be around me. They're afraid it'll rub off like look at how she spends money. Yeah, but her credit score is like six fifteen. Oh, whoa, whoa, hold on! <laughs> Bet you couldn't get approved for a loan. Mister oh, Perfect Credit oh, Score. Sorry. No, sorry. Not everybody's I'm, like I that. I think I think my inside voice came out there first. <laughs> yeah. That's not everybody. That's me. Hold on. It could so always sorry. be worse. No one talks about credit scores. If your credit score is six fifteen, you know what? Keep doing you. Yeah, you do Just, you. Could but be maybe worse. work a little harder. Could be zero. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> My biggest thing is if I don't have my cell phone, I cannot listen to you guys when I'm at work. And that bothers me. Oh my gosh, dude, seriously. Don't, like, I yeah, don't, don't forget your phone. Like, if you can't no, listen, you can't you. stream B105 oh. if you don't have your phone. Yeah, that's a good point. So, I know. You might as well keep it attached to you. Get you one of those little belt clips. I, that's I ladies like clip. those, right, Anna? Yeah. <laughs> I, put, I put my belt clip on the floor and still forgot my phone. Okay. okay. Um, you're like, I have the so clip. You're, so, you're, <laughs> so you're good in the belt clip department. Okay. All right. Well, like, listen. Left the phone, Correct. but yeah. the clip is here. All right. Well, all right. So we don't want you to forget and your I have, phone. I have turned around and went home and got my phone, though. Yeah. You As get you home, should. you walk in, you see it, you put it right up to your belt and go click, clack. We back in business. <laughs> back exactly. in business. <laughs> Is that what? I, got, I, got my B- I have my B105 for the day and I'm good to go. All right, cool. we oh, we love that. Great. Thank, Thank you. you, man. You keep being you. Keep being you. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. All right. See you later. All right. See ya. Right, What's up, Patty? I got a comment on what you're doing with your fingernails, buddy. It's oh, Okay. All right, hang on. All right, go ahead. Come at me. Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> yeah. If you look it up on Google or whatever, yeah. there's actually worms that grow under your fingernails. Yeah. Patty, it is uh, Patty, right? Yeah. Have you ever heard of ignorance? <laughs> <laughs> We're all a little bit ignorant, buddy. Yeah, sometimes I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm picky when I'm ignorant, but, you know. I mean, yes, yeah. I know it's not good to chew. I know, I know. But well, then why are you germophobic doing? Be- say what? Aren't you germophobic kind of? Not too? as much as people make me out to be, but he sanitizes his hands constantly. He wipes the. the Maybe all that's the- why I think it's okay. Maybe I'm like I got some freshly sanitized uh, hands over yeah, here. Yeah, well, it's not. Yeah, Betty- well, I guess it could be some sanitized protein. No, okay, Ew. Patty, you're just Patty. <laughs> that is no, nasty. that's he's well, like protein. You know, that, <laughs> protein. That oh. 
looking at it. Sanitized. She's trying. She's trying to appeal to me, and it's Patty. You, Patty, you tried to get me, and you didn't get me. Your two favorite things. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 okay. I just thought I'd put that out there. For what about you. Anna? What about Anna? Did just chewing on her fingers over here? I didn't here. say chewing. I said picking. Picking. She picked. That's a difference. It's still bad, but it's... it is bad. But I'd rather see somebody pick at their cuticles than bite on their nails. Oh, oh okay. All right. Well, give me till the end of the show. I'll find something gross that Anna does. Well, hold on. <laughs> we back. already know. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look what you started. I'll give you that much. All right. All right. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for playing the music. You, you got it, Patty. And also, I thought of something already. What is that? Anna. Oh, my gosh. Anna is a firm believer in the five-second rule. She thinks it's fine to drop anything food-related on this nasty carpet. Jesse, do you see what's happening right now? Um, you had a flaw. We all wanted to point it out. And now you're like, company. well, where is Anna's flaw? Well. I got plenty of them. Everyone knows I have me, a bunch of flaws. You we, brought. Yeah, I will. Real you're real close to bringing out the raccoon. Yeah, get the raccoon out. I will eat food off the floor. Don't, you, I don't do care. not corner me. Food Patty, is food. It's up to no good. Patty, I'm glad you called. <laughs> I'm not a germaphobe, by the way. People think Jesse. I'm such a germaphobe. I just like a... You, COVID screwed me up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just like a nice, clean, sanitized surface. It's okay. We we still love you anyway. People use but that you, word. I mean, the amount of times I see you sanitize and Clorox wipe everything... You're not fooling uh, anybody. Maybe if you could try just not being nasty over there for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you can understand my viewpoint. Maybe just a little bit. <laughs> Yesterday at this time, I did not have a trip <laughs> to Yellowstone National Park planned. As of this morning, around 8 a.m., I have a trip to Yellowstone planned All right. for a little more than two weeks from today. <laughs> like I just super last minute. All right. You've been, you've become really spontaneous the past couple of weeks. Well, it's because, right. thank you. It's because I had this essentially a BOGO flight ticket from Delta yeah. and it expires at the end of the yeah. month. And the girl I'm dating, I'm like, hey, you know, we tried to make all these other trips work. We couldn't. And we kind of gave up. And then I was like, wait a second. Let me just see if Yellowstone would work. Yeah. And we're literally going to fly there on a Friday night. We're going to get in super late. We're going to wake up Saturday morning, do everything we can in a day, wow. which is not the whole park. You yeah, can't. You it's can. way too much. But I've already looked up itineraries of things that are people are only coming in for a day to Yellowstone, which entrances to go in. I have done so much research yeah. on this park. I knew nothing about Yellowstone. I knew more about the TV show than the park. Look at you. You're and like now a... I know there's like five entrances and all the roads that are closed due to winter. There we go. And then on that Sunday, whatever that day is, we're going to fly back. Wow. Whirlwind. That's crazy. I got to give it to you. And this is the first trip that you guys are taking together. I know. I know. Are you kind of nervous about that? Uh, that was a big deal. I don't of. No, I'm not nervous. No, um, you're not worried about, like, are there any things that you're worried that might come out, like, first time on a trip together? Um, There's always certain things when you go through an entire day with someone for the first time. Like, yeah. from morning to nighttime. And travel. And travel. travel. Like, travel's a different beast. We have spent a lot of time together, but we haven't traveled a ton. Mm -hmm. But she has a ton of experience with travel. I have a decent amount, I guess, domestically of flying places. Um, No, I'm not super concerned about that. This would be the first time we've stayed in the same place, I guess. Yeah. What about um, little, like, Jesse quirks that might come out the that biggest... she hasn't seen yet? Hanger might be an issue. Has she not seen that yet? She has witnessed uh, the beginnings of it. I try to quell the hanger storm. I get if I get hungry and I'm kind of tired. I get I can get snippy, mm -hmm. 
So the key is this is going to be on me to have, I call them hanger snacks, mm-hmm. hanger bars, yep. hanger nuts. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's basically, I have a backpack and it's just like an emergency stash. <laughs> Ask yeah. any of my friends. Like there's yeah. a good friend, my good friend, Jamie, when we went to Washington, D.C., we came up with something called the hanger threat level. And it goes oh. from like green, which is Jesse's fine, to straight up like orange, like we have an emergency. <laughs> Jesse is angry at everything right Don't now. Don't get to orange. A part of me, though, I feel like you should just let it happen, get to orange, see if she can handle it. It's like a little test. Like, oh, do you really like me? Oh, Here I am oh, at my worst. Oh, in, in the moment, there is no holding back. Level orange. I will, it's snippiness. I get snippy. Yeah. And it's when, and it's over. Joey, my twin brother, <laughs> he had not experienced hanger until our road trip two years ago from me because it's a new thing for me. Oh, this is not, okay. Last couple of years has yeah, been a thing. Wow. And I was like, we probably need to go get something to eat. And he just kept driving. Mm-mm. And like 20 minutes later, I'm like, can we please pull over here and get something to eat? And he kept driving. Oh, no. And he goes, well, I'm not hungry yet. <gasps> I go, I don't think you understand how this works. I need food right now. I will get it from a gas station. <laughs> will you pull over? I My blood sugar's dropping. <laughs> okay. All right, Jesse. Jesse. Anytime we have an event coming up, Jesse takes a trip to Kroger. <laughs> I know about this. It's his event Kroger trip. Anything, if we're out and about, Jesse has already <laughs> taken his trip to Kroger, yep. and he has a little bag of treats protein that bars. he's going to, usually protein bars. It's an emergency And there's stash. been a time in the past where you were running out of time, and you're like, I'm not going to have time to go to Kroger. Anna, can you run there and get me? And I had to go pick up his protein bars. Like <laughs> yeah. it's, And I didn't even question it. I'm like, yes, yes. Yes, because you've seen what happens if that doesn't happen. All right. Well, hey, yeah. who yeah. knows? Maybe your lady friend will get to see at level orange. Maybe she told me she has hanger too, so I'm a little concerned. Oh no! Well, if we're hangering well, together, a pack double then your your uh, snack bag pack double. Okay. That'll be that'll get you points. All right. We'll see. Couple right. weeks to go. Good luck. This <laughs> <laughs> couple weeks to prepare. I am disturbed uh, that a poll was taken with young men. So we're talking maybe a handful of millennials. A lot of Gen Zers, okay? Okay. And they say that only about half of them brush their teeth daily. Even like one time a day? Well, daily. So just once a day even. So That's you got half of here. We young millennials and half of uh, of um, of Gen Z sure. dudes are like, eh, 50% of the time, it's not tu- brushing my it's teeth. It's Tuesday. We'll take a break. Get back to it on Thursday. Uh, that's really disturbing, but he kind of reminded me of my friend and this guy that she dated, dated, past tense. He didn't brush his teeth every day. And this, they dated for years. And I never, I didn't know this. And then one day she made a comment like, yeah, well, if he would brush his teeth every day. And I, I kind of laughed thinking, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Does he have bad breath? And she's like, no, Anna, really, he doesn't brush his teeth every day. What? You are, you're kissing him? It's you one of the are first like things knowingly dating? They live together. So I guess that's how she found out about it. You're, man, ugh. man, when you're with somebody and you got like, like, uh, what are they, dragon breath in the morning? And it's like, even, even I'm what like, I'm sure my breath stinks. I got to brush. My- I couldn't, my, my, my mouth just dropped to the floor. I couldn't believe it. How do you, how? So what did she say? Did you ever ask her or you she just thought that was She said that too- she was like, I don't know. And she's like, we've just been together forever. She didn't really have an answer. She's like, yeah, it is gross. And I'm like, you think if I, the minute I found that out, I, I don't care about the love that we share. I am leaving. I don't care if we're in love. I'm leaving. You don't brush your, that's, there's no, there's nothing you could say. I went through a phase. This is many years ago. How but old I, were you? Gosh. I don't know. Be honest. Mid-20s. 
Jesse, what? Hold on. Oh, hold on. Okay, Let me okay. finish my sentence first. Hold on. I did not abstain from brushing my teeth. Oh, but okay. what I did do or did not do is sometimes I wouldn't brush twice a day. I would oh. I would brush in the morning. But there were times where I was just like in bed. I'm like, eh, this is kind of bad. Yeah. And it still happens every now and then. Every now and then. But I'd say... And 90% of the time I brush my teeth before bed, but definitely yeah. in the morning. I bet I, it's probably three times a day I do it. I, I'm, I think I'm with you. I'm not obsessive about it either. No. Just, I just don't, you know, You're if just, I've had like coffee or yeah. certain things trigger bad breath, I think. So it's just, oh, let's give it a quick little once over. No, for sure. You're the reason why I now carry a toothbrush in my work bag. Oh, yeah. Sorry about because, that. Because, well, it, no, it was a good idea because sometimes, yeah, like you said, you eat the wrong thing at work and you don't want to walk around the rest of the day. I'm with you. If you skip a nighttime brushing every once in a while, I, we've all, if I'm camping or something, sure, I'm not, I don't care about that right now. But when you're walking around with moss teeth, and you, you <laughs> once a day at the least, at the like, very least. Would it, would it really kill you to just swig some Listerine? Every yeah, I'm go, like, is there a, a secret TikTok trend where you don't have to brush your teeth because you're doing this? Mm, Maybe I don't know. Mm-mm. It's I'm disturbed. I'm worried. One word. That's the future. Gingivitis. <laughs> Gingivitis. <laughs> <laughs> Not okay. All right. Jesse's over here freaking out because we always call him a germaphobe. But, I mean, you got the Clorox wipes and the hand sanitizer every day, all the time. I just, you know what? Because people use this surface in here. Big Dave's in here doing God knows what in the morning. Well, and, you know, and, and I, it's just like, you got to keep things clean and, and wiped uh, down. Yeah. And it just, you know. You want to give me a hard time about the five-second rule? I lived through COVID. Listen. We wiped- so did I was there. Oh, fair. <laughs> uh, hello. Jesse. Yes. You're from Iowa, correct? I am. <laughs> And you never had the five-second rule? <laughs> Dude, I drank out of a garden hose. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but, like, listen, I see the people that walk around on this carpet in here. Dave, Stat, me, Grover, you know. I, well, you Stat, know. I worry about a little bit. Fair. No, I'm not saying it's good. There are definitely probably germs, but I'm, I've been doing it my whole life, and I'm fine. Yeah, well, I want to know what happened to you, Jesse. You grew up in Iowa. You used to drink out of a garden hose, yeah. and now... Look I chew you. on my nails. I'm doing. Rule. I'm doing just fine. Chew on my nails. I'm just fine. <sighs> what, what do I got? Like a second, like a the extra limb hanging Let's out? Let's try to go for a day without you using hand sanitizer or Clorox wipes. Won't be able to. He's rubbing. He's like stressed. He's rubbing why his would neck I, and his why chest. Why would I do that? Just try it. You can still wash your hands. You're not being gross. You just. Yeah, I challenge you tomorrow. Not one single Clorox wipe, not one dash of hand sanitizer. The whole day? The whole day, oh, tomorrow. Oh, man, this is actually, you know how some people give up, like, uh, certain things for Lent? Yeah. This would be mine. Um, Let's try I'm it. I'm only going to do it for one day. No hand sanitizer, no Clorox wipes. None. Oh, and no gosh. off-brand. I don't want to hear about no, off-brand. No, no. Oh, God. All right. And what does Jesse get if he does it? Yeah, what do I get? You. We won't call you a germaphobe anymore. Okay. Got to work on and this. If you don't do it, Jesse, what's Anna get? If oh well, well, I get nothing for accomplishing it, so she gets nothing if I don't accomplish well, it. I if, think we're pretty. You know what? If I accomplish it, I take back a tax stage pass. No, Jesse, <laughs> no, you. I'm kidding. No, you always want to make it some big thing. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Just, I would I, take a Starbucks gift card. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this we get guy. we we gotta go. I gotta get myself mentally prepared for tomorrow. Oh, now. great. All right. Thanks for coming. Y'all be good. One of our coworkers today, they heated up 
some smell, kind of smelly food for lunch mm-hmm. this afternoon. And I think it's the same coworker that put up a sign above our microwave that says, don't heat up smelly food. food. I mean, it's the same. That sign is the reason why anytime I bring in tuna for lunch, I like sit outside like an outcast. Is I'm that afraid- why you've been doing that? Because I'm afraid to eat. I mean, I don't care when people bring in food that has like a strong smell. It really doesn't bother me. But with my tuna, I've been so afraid to get in trouble because of that sign. So I just go out, like, people walk by and they're, Anna, why are you eating lunch alone out here? <laughs> and Anna just apologized in the studio five minutes ago. She goes, I'm sorry, Jesse. I know I'm breaking a cardinal sin. And she's got a pouch of tuna with a fork in it. And I go, what sin would that be? She goes, eating tuna. And I go, I can't smell it. And I don't, it's not warmed Which is up. It's funny that you can't. Well, here's anything. the thing. Well, you smelled these apparently stinky Brussels sprouts earlier today. Yeah. This is what we're referring to. I wasn't saying the food because I didn't want to. Well, there it is. All right. right. Uh, whatever. I don't get yeah, it. Just fine. speaking what happened. All right. right. But here's where I'm going to defend this person that you think warmed up stinky Brussels sprouts. Yeah. I was right behind you in the hallway when you said something about something stinking. And I'm like, I, I went and I couldn't smell it. So Uh-oh. this takes me back to my theory. Because I, there was another female in the hallway, and I don't know if she said something, but my theory yeah, is that women women have better s- sense of smell than men. Really? Yeah. Because my sister-in-law, God love her, she's married to my twin, and they've got two twin, two boys together. Yeah. And she's always the first one's like, which one of y'all did it? But, and, and I won't smell it. I'll be like, like what? I don't, I don't smell, smell anything. anything. And, and But she's, she's not wrong. Like, there's times where... My brother will laugh. He goes, oh, you can smell that? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> or my nephew will be like, it was me, mommy. Uh-oh. You know? <laughs> yeah. But I think she'll smell things. And, and I'll you be guys like, have no I, idea. this is a gift for me because it's ignorance. You're lucky. You're lucky if you are not out here smelling all of these. Do you smell tuna when you're eating it? Do you, does it stink? Um, it all depends. I mean, it's not bad, but yes, I can smell it. And I think, like, if I were to leave the studio right now and then come back in, I'd be like... Oh, yeah. I, I can smell. The only time I've ever smelled anything in this room was what? Two weeks ago when you brought that can of sardines in? Now that was, yeah. But sardines, those really smell. And even I took a chair and I propped our studio door open. I'm like, if Grover comes in here, he's going to be like, what <laughs> fish massacre <laughs> happened in here? Because it, it, sardines are not, it's not a good smell. No. Now, those I think are a little fine. bit stronger than tuna. I invite yeah. you back into this wing of the hallway. To eat your tuna from now on, okay? I don't have to eat alone. No, don't eat alone. Aww. I mean, stay like at least a few feet away from yeah. me. You're fine. Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. It is your turn for the Truth Jar today, Jesse. Yes. All right, we do this each day. Pull a question out of the jar. A lot of them make us uncomfortable or reveal something about ourselves. So, Jesse, mm-hmm. what is something that makes you hard to live with? You're living alone right now, but let's say you get a roommate or a wife. I haven't had somebody live with me in 16 years. Oh, my goodness. Whoa. So it was my best friend, Will. I have a couple best friends. And he lived in Cincinnati with me for three years, shortly after I moved into my house. So this is all the way back then. And the only other person that lived with me outside of my parents' house was my twin brother briefly after we moved out. And with... Both of them, but I would say, with, especially with my best friend, Will, when he lived with me, is I, it took him to show me that I'm kind of set in my ways. 
That's what it took. A little, what, particular? Isn't that what we call um, it? I didn't realize how much it is my way or the highway, especially mm. when it's my house and somebody has moved into it. Oh. Now, this has been a long time. I don't know if I'm like this anymore. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to answer that? Go ahead. Well, how are you, what is a way, how are you setting your ways when it comes to living with because somebody? Because... He, um, so my house is fairly small, right? It's like only like 1,100 livable square feet. It's yeah, not it's super tiny. huge. Yeah. And my best friend, Will, he would be, the, he just things, like he would do things, I don't know. He would like eat a bowl of ice cream and he would just like leave the um, dirty bowl in the kitchen sink. And I'm like, yeah, you want to put that in the dishwasher? It's little right. things. But he left it in the sink. He wasn't leaving it on the coffee table or, right? No. Okay. No. No, okay. a little bit. No. By the way, let me tell you right now that I'm holding myself accountable. I'm saying I'm too, sometimes I'm too much. <laughs> I, when he moved into my house, apparently at that point, I had a rule you had to take your shoes off. I remember I had fresh well, new carpet in there. Yeah, I understand that rule actually. That's, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. You get all kinds of germs. Well, your- but, it, but to the point where people would come over to my house and be like, oh, have you put plastic over all of your furniture yet? Ooh. Like they thought I was that bad, like an old man. Yeah. I would say that you are still very much set in your ways. Do you ever think about that? Because um, you have a goal, like one day you'd like to get married or something, right? Yep. Uh, so do you ever think about that? Oh, if I get married, uh, I'll have to give up this because I'll have someone living with me. The do you biggest ever- thing that I've learned is pick your battles. Mm. I, I, at my core, desperately want to be right all the time. <laughs> And sometimes, yes. boy, Anna, you're just going to relate to this so no, much. Yeah, I know. And sometimes I, I truly feel like I am correct. What my logic is, the correct logic in that mm-hmm. situation of that discussion no or disagreement what. or that argument, I'm like, how could you not understand my way? Yeah. And th- I think the lesson I've learned over the years by getting in trouble in relationships a couple of yeah. times, first of all, it's pick your battles, number one. And number two, sometimes there's multiple ways to get from point A to point B. Nobody's really right, but if the other person is a little, if it's going to cause a fight, I'm not going to make a big deal about it because it doesn't really alter the world whether I'm right it's or not. A, yeah, it's like the bowl in the sink. Technically, that is where a dirty dish belongs. You or just the wanted, well, you see, you're doing it right now. I know, you're, but these are my but, rules, right? Yes, so, but you had a roommate, so. I think what would help me a lot, because anytime anybody's ever lived with me, they've kind of come into my space. So if I were to move into like a shared space or in some situation where I ended up going into somebody else's space, that's different. Now I've, well, now I'm in your environment. So So okay, a little bit, but yes, pick your battles. (sighs) I do. I just, I, I, you know. Well, I work with you every day, so I. Somewhat know what you're talking about. I've gotten in trouble in the past. I'm like, what'd I do? What'd I, <laughs> wait, what I, and I just, it's because I'm stubborn. You are. Yeah. You're stubborn, set in your ways, particular. You know who the, you um, know the person. Always the, right. The, oh. in, okay, are we. The, no, I'm done. The, the person that enlightened me the most, I couldn't believe that I hard, 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 had the hardest time living with was my twin brother. That I'm is like, shocking. Like, whoa. Because you've known each other your whole lives. Living together. No good for us. <laughs> Granger Smith has announced that he is leaving country music. So he just announced a tour that he'll be on this summer. Mm-hmm. And after that, he's done. He is going to pursue ministry. This kind of caught me off guard. I know he's always been a religious country star, mm-hmm. but I didn't see it going this way. He's given up all of his fame and big country music star 
And he has been working towards a master's from Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. So he said that he, as of right now, he's not going to become like a, a preacher or a minister or start his own church. As of right now, he just wants to pour into his church as a member is what he said. I've met this guy. He is the nicest guy. He um, he sang the song called Backroad Song that we played on B105 a couple of years ago. And Granger Smith says he's going to wrap up his country music career for the most part and become He's going to go into faith. He's going to be a preacher. Yeah. And a minister. Well, eventually, maybe. Eventually. He said, What's well, a whole process? It is a whole process. So I think he's taking it one step at a time right now. He just wants to become more involved with the church, focus on that. And then he did, he kind of worded it as if, we'll see what else God has in store for me. Yeah. Meaning, probably meaning maybe one day he'll become a minister. Um, he said that he's not quitting country music forever. He said, like, the kitchen, dancing in the kitchen and playing the guitar will always be a part of his life and his family's life. But he also mentioned, I thought this was cool, if you are looking at going to see Granger Smith while he's on his last tour, mm -hmm. he said he wants to get as many people up on stage as possible. He's like, if you always dreamt of singing the chorus to one of my songs on stage, let's get you up there. So I think he has this goal wow. to really, you know, it's his last tour. So I think no, that's cool, too. He's been called too. to do it, I think. There's, um, yeah. I went to my brother's church down in Knoxville a couple of months ago for the first time, and I went in there, and we're sitting in a service. It's it's a Methodist church, I think. Okay. We're sitting there, and the, the preacher is up on stage, and he's talking, and I just heard in his voice, I'm like, this guy could be a radio DJ. <laughs> he kind of talked. He had this enunciation and yeah. the way he spoke about the thing. And I'm like, this guy could either be a radio DJ or like a book narrator. Yeah. And I said something to my twin brother after the fact. I'm like, his voice is really good. He goes, yeah, he was a radio DJ in Knoxville. Oh, so I'm like, you I right. knew it. Yeah. I knew oh it. Oh, my gosh. And That's funny. And yeah. Then it all clicked. And it's just like, oh, that explains so much. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then we geeked out. Me and the preacher geeked out about radio after the fact. Did He's like, you? yeah, like 30 years ago, I decided to go into ministry. I was called to do it. It's very much like Granger Smith. It's, I, I feel like with any do. career, this can happen. You feel like you're meant to do one thing, and then you, you realize, no. Do you still feel like you're meant to do radio or like, yeah. I mean, I've, you, well, you don't even want to get me started on that. I've never been so passionate about, I've never really had a passion in my life until radio. I would say I don't so. have a plan B. This uh, is it. It's I don't either. Yeah. It's, this is all I have. Yeah. I mean, I did work at Steak and Shake before here. Well, but that was. <laughs> I bartend on the side uh, okay. <laughs> in case of emergency. <laughs> Taylor Swift and her legion of fans are, are, are not super happy the with the wording that I used when I described the handwritten note that she wrote me, I don't know, 15 years ago. Yeah. And I posted this video on TikTok, and it is this card that Taylor Swift hand wrote me. It was a thank you card. She sent it in the mail. It's filled with, like, her hand doodles of stars. There's a guitar pick in there. Yeah. It's, all, it's just this nice little note. And if you'd like to go see it, uh, you can go to our B105 TikTok, which is at B105 Country. Yeah. So many, though. I guess I said, I got this card from Taylor, and for the last 10 years, it's been in a junk drawer at home. Uh, and I just... Wrong wording. I didn't know I'm a better right word now. would might, might have been like keepsake drawer, but it really kind of is a little bit of everything. Yeah. And so many of the comments are like, sorry, sir, did you say junk drawer? Junk drawer. And another girl wrote, you had me until junk drawer. For your sake, I hope your work address isn't traceable. <gasps> Some Swifties 
be scary. Oh, my gosh. They All really right. are, though. You can't say, if you say anything about Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. they are going to come after you. I mean, think about how hardcore they are. They, um, they, they like find Easter eggs in all of her songs and put together these crazy, yeah. like, conspiracies about what her songs mean. They're and inside this letter, cool. remember, inside this card, she just drew, she wrote out, drew these stars, right? Yeah. And one Swifty commented on my video, and she goes, um, looks like my neck ta- next tattoo design just dropped. <gasps> Mike, y'all gonna get Whoa. tattoos based on my card. Oh, okay, I'm looking at I'm it like, right now. All right, so. Yeah. I need to, I guess I gotta do something. Oh, that somebody card. said, you seriously think she wrote that? All of people are questioning the Like, no way, sir, no it. way. Like, listen, I knew, I knew Taylor Swift back when. Taylor Swift wasn't always the Taylor Swift that she That's is That's what today. I'm saying. Everyone starts somewhere. I'm not bragging, so, yeah. but I mean, I <laughs> remember when she played at this venue that doesn't exist anymore that was called Jillian's. It was down in Covington, huh. and Jillian's was this concert venue, and she was there. She wasn't even... On the bill. It was another guy, guy named Jack Ingram, I think, was playing at the oh. time. That was on the same record label. And her, the boss of Taylor Swift's record label, brought her down to kind of get her some exposure on stage. Oh this would gosh. have been 05, yeah. I think. And I just remember a tall, curly, blonde, curly-headed girl stood there. She went up on stage and sang a couple of songs. And, you know, in the nicest way to say this, nobody really cared. They're well, just she like, was, no one does nobody care when she an artist was. is new. It's nothing. She did great. But so I'm just she saying, just was starting out. Yeah. I knew her back then. And then she sent me a card. She doesn't even wear her hair curly anymore. That's how you know. Yeah. Way back then. All back right. in the curl days. Oh. Anyway, if you want to see that video, it's on our uh, TikTok. You can follow us there at B105 Country. And I know you're into plants. Oh, and yeah. I was up in Mesa today. Cincinnati Zoo's got this program called the Native Plant Species Program. It's at this place called Boyer Farm, north of Mason. Okay. And it's this entire plot of land where their whole goal is to plant and maintain native plant species to our area. Yeah. And then a couple of times during the year, they sell these plants. You can go up there during some of their sales and purchase these plants to plant in your yard because it is good for the environment. It's good for bees. They're trying to save our bees. Save the bees. One of yeah, the things they're doing. Absolutely. So I thought you would appreciate that because you were very much into, I mean, how would you say it? Horticulture? Is Hort- that- I am. No, I find this uh, absolutely fascinating. I I think I've called you out before in the past. I'm like, your lawn technically isn't good for the environment. Uh, Everybody has a lawn. Mm -hmm. I get it. Okay, so I can't go too crazy into that. But I am curious. uh, I didn't know you were into plants, nor I didn't know that you cared either. Because don't you, uh, didn't we buy a plant for you? Yeah, we did. We bought two. Where is it? Uh, Well, the one... One of them, the snake plant, is next door in the room next door in the yeah. studio. It's and been sitting it doing? in there. It's thriving. It's. Have you, when did you check on it last? I actually checked it today when I went in there and shut oh. the lights off of that room. Oh, all right, all right. But it's um, it's looking good. But it's also because I haven't really done anything with it. Well, and no one talks to it, and it's just sitting in what? there all alone. I mean, I feel bad for it. Okay, where's the other right. one? Uh, the cactus is at home. It's on the shelf of the bathroom. It's um, it's got like some white fuzzy stuff growing on it. Is that normal for a cactus? What do you mean by white fuzzy stuff? It's well, there weren't really white fuzzies on it when I bought it, and now it's got what? It's kind of like when uh, cheese starts to go bad in your fridge, like mold. Yeah, but I don't <laughs> think it's like fuzzy. I don't know. I'll Maybe pr- you should take a picture take a and show me. Um, mm. All right. But I, what I think about is cool about this native plant um, species program they have up there. First of all, it's good for the environment. But then it got me to thinking that. 
You know, in a perfect scenario, sometimes you ever seen where have you ever seen where they have like a wildflower area or whatever? They rope parts off of public land and yeah. like just grow free. Yeah, weeds and what have you. I've thought about doing that in just a small little corner of my backyard. Number one, it would give me just a little oh. less to mow back there. Oh. And number two, it's good for the bees and the birds and the the, the things, right? Yes, that'd be great. But if you want to make it look maybe a little bit nicer Mm. so it doesn't just become like a weed square in your yard, (laughs) uh, a wildflower garden is really a great idea. Mm. But buy wildflowers that are native to the area. Like buy, so that way you're still doing the same thing, but it looks a little bit nicer. One of my girlfriends did that and it was so beautiful. Really? I'm like, I'm stealing that idea. All right. Well, I'll I'll talk to my my people up at the uh, Boyer Farm. The uh, Cincinnati Zoo native plant species, they, yeah. they, they can answer all the questions I need answered because I don't know crap. Yeah. <laughs> I asked them one of the questions I asked earlier. I'm like, so if somebody comes here and buys things during your plant sale, can you tell them, like if I were to say, can you, what are the things that I can't kill? Do you have an answer for that? They're like, oh, you mean the things that are hard to kill? Yeah. Like, oh, one, that's all I want. That's what you, that's what your square should be. Native species that are hard to kill. That and thrive just and I can't sport. kill. Even if I accidentally try to kill it, they don't die. They don't die. Yeah, wow. Yep. All right. I, the answer would probably be weeds. <laughs> what well, weeds are for sale? <laughs> yeah. All right. By the way, if you want to find out more about that, they've teamed up with Klosterman Bakery. It's klostermanbakery.com slash save our bees. Jesse and Anna's emotion of the day. We're going to start doing this at the end of our show. Just take a look back on the day and, and how it made us feel. Mm. Jesse, today I am feeling overwhelmed with food choices. I'm starving. I am so hungry. I've been hungry this entire show and I've been looking up patios that I can go munch on a patio somewhere. No one has any ideas. It's either too many options or too little options and I'm like, oh, is this hanger You know why you're overwhelmed? Because you keep saying, I want to go somewhere I've never been before and I'm like, Okay, well, this isn't working out for you, yeah. so why don't you go somewhere that you know has an outdoor patio and just put that overwhelming thing to bed, and then maybe when you get home later, a little, little project for you to look up, find a new place some later yeah. down the road. Well, hmm? I want it now. Okay, well, that's All called right. um, impatience. you <laughs> oh, got the wrong emotion. Oh, maybe I've got impatience yeah, today. That's a little overwhelmed, a little impatient, a little hungry. My All emotion right. of the day is fear. Why is that? I have agreed to something stupid tomorrow, <gasps> and that is to not use hand sanitizer or Clorox wipes for 24 hours. Anna said starting tomorrow, Ooh. just for one day, because I got, I got called out for being a germaphobe earlier today, and I said, well, I'm not a germaphobe. But you are. And Anna keeps going, yeah, then why do you use hand sanitizer and, and wipes all the time? And I go, because I lived through COVID. And that's when you said you did too, and then I had no comeback to that. <laughs> so she's like, I, I challenge you. <laughs> she's like, I challenge you. No wipes. No hand sanitizer tomorrow. And the fear is, it's such a part of my, every time I get in my truck, you know, I got that little hand sanitizer in the cup holder, right at like my left leg there, reach down, I go, boop, boop, a little something in the hand. Every time you get in the truck? Every time. Jesse, I didn't know that. That's. Well, I don't tell you. You don't even have anything to wash your hands about. You don't even touch anything. I touched a lot of door handles on the way out of work. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, so, hand sanitize it up tonight. I'm going to have to remove it from my truck because I'm going to do it on accident. And I'm going to have to remove the spare listen and the center this, console. Listen to this. You feel fear over that. I feel fear that I'm not going to accomplish my goal. Um, because when I say I'm going to do something, I go at it as, as hard right. as I can. And I am afraid. By the way, there's nothing on the line. I get nothing if I accomplish this. Well, and I, I will lose call nothing. you a germaphobe. That's something. Okay. 
That actually does. Okay. So I got a little fear, but I'll be okay. I'll be okay. I'm going to pray about it tonight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, have a great evening. Thank you. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what's on my mind tonight. Hope you find a patio outside yeah. at a brand new place. Thanks. Maybe maybe go uh, check the... Uh, sanitize the table? Sanitize the table. Sure. I'll, I'll right. give you my sanitizer so I can't have it tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.